Video game podcast in Michigan. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Eight Mile Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Andre Bad Moon Rising Fortner. What's going on, man? You did it. I did as it as usual, man. Um, you yeah. did it. Oh, let me get into our pre-planned thing <laughs> that you know we always do that I don't uh, think is genuine. How are you doing today? I am very good, sir. I don't How really are you? give a fuck. Man. I, I know. Care. No, I'm just kidding, man. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good, dude. I've been doing good. It's a good Saturday. It's a good Saturday. We uh, launched the, uh, what, did you let one go over there? Is that what's going on? I had to burn a match? <laughs> light a candle? It's voodoo practices. I'm praying <laughs> for my spirits to pray over my people down in the bayou fighting the Delta hurricane. Yes. So I got a candy man. <laughs> candy candy man. man. I gotta light my tea light candles. I'm gonna watch Candyman tonight. It's been a minute. Did, did that pick up on the mic though? The actual match? Yeah, I think it did. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Um, yeah, <laughs> Candyman. I'm gonna watch that tonight. But yes, welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. If it's your first time joining us, we're a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week. Uh, sometimes we talk about what we've been playing, the news, and just general discourse. Sometimes we get together and do a top seven. This week we are just talking. Well, we've been playing some news and some general discourse. But first, before we get to that, I wanted to say we have launched our Patreon officially. Launched our Patreon officially. We want to thank several people for being the first to sign up. And just as a reminder, from now until October 31st, if you sign up for our Patreon um, at any level, you are entered into a $60 Amazon gift card giveaway. Again, $60 anytime now between now and October 31st. So the following people, Todd, I want to give great thanks and appreciation to uh, Curtis. We know Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. Jeremy, thank you so much. Still using that same Kermit drinking tea icon, which I love. Anthony, Blake, Bob, who titled himself Bryant is a little bitch. Like, I knew it was Bob from the get-go as soon as that was. Uh, Rob, salutations, ingredients, booties, Bob, shaman of the tribe. Shaman salutations. Thank you for joining. Rob, Aaron, Podman, and um, Podman, I see your email address there, but I want to make sure it's you, so thank you. And then Chris, of course, otherwise known as the great and all-wise Ralio, who has been an OG, triple OG of the STT from the get like, man, all the motherfuckers is so motherfucking graciously appreciated. I, I don't mm-hmm. even. You already know, bro. Like that. That it's 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 like juice. Like you it know is. what I mean. The the good side, the Tupac positive side of juice kind of energy that's it's, given. It's like an espresso suppository. It's something you need every day, every day. Uh, wait, am I the only one who needs that? I'm a little confused. That was a joke. I drink coffee. I don't take espresso suppositories. What happens if you swallow a suppository instead of putting it where it's supposed to go? Will that really mess you up? That's a that's a question for the crowd, not me. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the Patreon people that uh, like I just for 
Uh, first off, hey, thank y'all for listening at this point. Um, and just thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Uh, like you said, just for being in there, man. We basically just for the appreciation level, man. I'm so glad that you brought up the the sixty dollar giveaway there. Like, we need to go ahead and just get that done. So that'll be great. Hopefully, people have a good Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Halloween, Halloween get in the air. It's gonna, you know, uh, it's a lot of cool. My favorite time of year. Yeah, I know. I know you love this time of year. You know what I mean. So it's kind of cool to kind of have some light shit to try to get into with the, uh, but at the same time, be thankful for the demons and the ghouls and the goblins that's going to be coming out pretty soon. You know what I mean. Going into this new season, absolutely, pretty great. Well, it's the uh, uh, Halloween is always the time for pumpkin spice Twinkies, which is my favorite thing in the world, and ghouls and goblins and horror movies. It's amazing. I love pumpkin spice Twinkies. Twinkies still exist? Yeah. Okay, then they go out of business for a little while? Ah, they got bought back up, though. You can't get rid of Uh, Twinkies, bro. You can't get rid of them. Problem was, is they they were going out of business, and they're like, what are we going to do with all these Twinkies we've already made? (laughs) There's so many of them. They last forever. Zombieland taught me that. Right. That they last, and then he opens that truck full of snowballs, and he's pissed off. And I would be, too, because snowballs are the poor man's snack. The poor man Twinkies. Not a fan of them. They got coconut on them. Who wants that? No one wants coconut. Coconut's awful. It's the worst thing in the world, except for coconut sugar, which I use. I like coconut Speaking sugar. Speaking of the child sex slave, um, <laughs> Travis is going what? on in the world. I'm so thankful that they found a lot of people and saved them. I think in Oklahoma and the U.S. <laughs> Marshals have done a good job at saving the children. I'm glad to hear that as well on this wonderful day. The last time I thought about the U.S. Marshals was the sequel to The Fugitive. <laughs> That's the last time I thought about the U.S. Marshals. Anyway. I'm sorry, man. I'm sitting here talking about keeping it light and I'll t- go straight to the child sex ch- slave I problem. And then I laugh. Like, what what's wrong? wrong with us? What is going on? Okay, let's just talk about... Just, it's, that's what makes it cool. We can just talk about games. Yeah. I forgot. This is, like, this is supposed to be the real show. Welcome. But before... Yeah. Genshin Impact. Speaking of Genshin Impact. Yes, but before we get to that, we've got some other shout-outs here. Uh, happy birthday, Dan, who joined us last week for the Top 7 Anime. So thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. Very wish, wishing you a very happy birthday. Um, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Many more on Channel 4. Hope you get a dinosaur. There you go. You got you got serenaded by STT for your birthday. <laughs> I don't know why I went that. But we got some lists from the tribe to go over. Some top seven anime lists. We'll start with Bob here. Number seven was Konosuba. Number six was Death Note. Number five was Mob Psycho 100. Number four, Full Metal Alchemist, both original and Brotherhood. Three was Demon Slayer. Two was One Punch Man. And one was Avatar, The Last Airbender. Good list. I only haven't heard of one of those, which was Konosuba. I've never heard of that. You did a good job of pronunciation, though. I try. I try. Now, the list that I've never heard of, of course, coming from the OG Triple Tree. Triple Tree? Triple Triple Tree. Triple Tree? OG. OG Triple Tree. Uh, (laughs) Shanice. I've not heard of any of these. I'm going to be real honest. Number seven, Witch Hunter Robin. You've uh, heard of Witch Hunter Robin. I have not. I've heard of Witch Hunter. Is that the same thing? 
I didn't even know what Helsing was <laughs> last week until I had to go to movie trading company and go look it up myself. So you know, I, <laughs> these, this is why I'm so happy about the, again these lists. Like whenever we do lists, it's at the tribe level now where it's just like, okay, let's see, let's throw this in the universe and see what comes back. But yeah, so uh, yes, yeah, like no, that's why I love these lists because I've never heard of any of these. Uh, the Monogari series, Spice and Wolf, Toradora, Toradora. Cyber Six, Uran High School Host Club, and number one, Yuri on Ice. I know none of these, and I'm going to have to check some of these out. Right. So thank you for the recommendation, Shanice. Absolutely. Shanice is queen level vibe of the show. Like, I have to check some of, some of that shit out. Speaking of Dan, I went back and went and watched the uh, Magi or Maggie, the starting the guy, Sinbad shit. Guy. Yes. Bruh. It's good, right? Bruh, what? <laughs> yes, it is good. I wasn't ready. <laughs> You're like, I was not ready for what just happened with that. Uh, so, Shanice, thank you for that. We got one coming in here. Got another list from Jeremy, who joined our Patreon this week. Number seven, Seven Deadly Sins, Todd. Seven Deadly Sins. Six, Cowboy Bebop, Speak My Language. Five, Overlord, which I've been wanting to watch. Um, I really need to. Four, Sword Art Online. I do like Sword Art Online. And I actually did forget about that one uh, last week. So thank you for bringing that up, Jeremy. Three, Fairy Tale. Two, Naruto. And Naruto, Shippuden. And then number one, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Absolutely appreciated. Um, excellent, 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 excellent. And then Rob Harding. Rob, you, you timed in with... Uh, as usual, keeping me laughing through those emails. You you ought to be a comedic writer for some type of website or write your own books. Hey, man. Hey, you know, just, all right, don't let us be Drake. Don't let the ghost writer just be the ghost writer that he needs to be, bro. Let's, like, we need to, we need to just put Rob, Rob, we'll talk to you. We'll we talk will. To you later. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just too honorable. You're too honorable. Too honorable. You're such a samurai. Too honorable. He actually nah, said. I'm just He's got seven anime he queued up from listening to our show. Uh, Ghost Stories, which I brought up last week. If you haven't seen Ghost Stories, I definitely recommend it. Magai, Berserk, Future Diary, Fairy Tale, Attack on Titan. He got that recommendation from the tribe. I watched the first season of Attack on Titan, and I liked it a lot. I don't know why I didn't go back to it. I really enjoyed Attack on Titan. It was good, man. It was. It was giant humanoid naked things attacking a city because Japanese culture, some of the stories they tell is really bizarre, and I love it. Machine Gun it. Girl, Ricky O, all those really weird ones. If you've never seen it, Todd, I'd highly recommend watching Tetsuo the Iron Man. I have not seen it, but it's on the list. Trust me, I'm telling you. Right now, I need to get a little bit forward, farther through Magi or Magi or whatever with the Sinbad mm. shit. Um... Once I seen him with the one leg, I was like, and it's starting to have that same kind of character build. I'm like, okay, once that that's that's a new one I gotta get through at least the Sinbad season. But this was opened you. up my anime. It's kind of like started a trend in a trajectory of where some of the content may go in the near future. But uh, yeah, bro, it's like an extreme blessing <laughs> and craziness when the trial comes back with these lists too. You know, what I'm saying random shout out to Mike Pony. He came up with a cartoon list too that's in the tribe. Uh, 
in a group, uh, Skip the Tutorial Tribe group on Facebook that's like six minutes long and worth a, a checkout at the end of the day. Uh, shout out to all my quackers out there. Absolutely. It's all love, baby. It is, man. It is. But yes, we are Skip the Tutorial. We're talking video games this week. All love to the tribe. If you want to join that tribe, we got that Facebook page over there. Uh, of course, the Discord we always have, which we always put a link in the show. And then on top of that, again, that Patreon, if you do want to join that. But we're talking video games this week. So, Todd, I have a question for you that I ask every time. And you should know it by now. And you should be able to read my mind. But I'm going to ask it anyway because that's part of the show. What <laughs> games have you been playing? Well, since we're having this kind of week, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you exactly what I've been playing. It's something that I tend to play with sometimes. Uh, uh -oh. weeks like this, and it's it's me nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, gotta much. get one of them testicoozies. Uh, nah, I mean, I told you, bro. Like, it's that season. It's the Kumite mm -hmm. time of year, which means that like you, like you got the gameplay. I don't know. I yeah. think we need to. I think we may put that gameplay up. Like, if anybody listens to this point, number one, thank you for listening. Um, if you want. A little bit of gameplay of the Madden in the league that I'm talking about that I play in, uh, Crown Holders League, the RIP Beast Mode League. If you, um, you know, just say so, we'll post some shit. I might, you know, put some commentary on it just to sell one time. Like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. I've been playing and, and how and why. Uh, but I've been on the Madden shit, that trash ass game with updates every every week. But it's been fun so far in the little league. I'm supposed to have my playoff game today. Uh, and I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like if if I make a good playoff run, I might play one more season. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm interested in a game that boss man, and I forgot who else. It slips my mind. It actually, trials me from a few weeks ago. That pointed out I wanted to check out this game called Haiti. Yes, that put, I put that on the list of something I kind of want to check out just based on some some insight. I was already curious about it. Super giant uh, games, right? Surprisingly. Yeah. I've been playing Genshin Impact just a little bit. I just started. You already surpassed me on that. I'll let you talk about that, please. But I'm telling you that game, uh, just it's my probably my favorite game right now outside of watching my old lady just run through Horizon Zero Dawn again is have watching her play some Genshin Impact. So if, if I, I hate to say, it made me look up and reminder of what a, a gotcha system is. Yep. And I ended up downloading that fucking game on my upstairs PlayStation and downstairs PlayStation just because, you know, I wanted to see what's going on with this free game. I'm more interested in your opinion on it, but I appreciate some of the buzz around it. And I think, you know, I'm always and we always try to when it comes to gaming, like we talk that shit about the up and coming games. But if it's a game that you know, people sometimes are on hard times. They don't have money. Like, would this be worth their kind of time? Yeah. Um, I think you got some good insight on that. But other than that, I really, I mean, I feel like I've played something else on PC, but it didn't stick with me. Like, talking about, I played a little Rage 2. Little um, Rage 2? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, I played a little Rage 2. I, I so fucked around with that a little bit. How much did you get into Rage 2? Because I reviewed that much. last year. And it, I, and honestly, I think it kind of ruined a little bit of experience. Cause see, we were able to play it at. Well, you were you at that QuakeCon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that QuakeCon. You, that, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. able to play Rage Two, right, and right, I wasn't. Right, right, right. But then you ended up getting it, and I didn't. Yeah, I do right? remember and that. I'm glad it's on Game Pass, and I got it like for that amount for just the service. I'm having yeah. fun with it. But if anybody wants to know how I feel about Rage Two, literally. 
I feel exactly the way Brian did when he ran through it the first time. Um, I'm just thankful that it, it, it's interesting. It's an interesting narrative going on with that right now with what Microsoft is doing. I actually do find it kind of interesting strategy strategy where they seem to be going. Um, but maybe you'll bring it up in the news with the GameStop acquisition. I don't know how much it'll save GameStop. It's just more so from a perspective of Microsoft, what they may be doing. Yeah, but. I find it kind of fascinating. We'll talk a little bit about that with their partnership with GameStop in the news. Um, that, of course, hit big. But, you know, at the same time, like Rage 2 was one of those games that I wanted to like a lot more than I did. It just, at the end of the day, it was a very solid shooter with an interesting concept, but I don't think it delivered fully on uh, meshing all of those elements together. Um, I had fun with it, though. Um, do I wish I would have waited until it came to Games Pass? Yes. <laughs> that was That's 100% the truth. Instead of buying that game, at, I don't even think I paid full price. I think I got a discount through Humble Bundle, and it was like $39.99, and it was still too much. It's <laughs> like, this is still too much money for this game. Um, but now, I, I couldn't see how it would wear thin quickly. Yeah. I'm having fun with it, but it's like similar to what we'll probably talk about a little bit later with what's going on with Marvel Avengers. Um, I can see how, like, you, when you played it, it was just like over time. I, it just seems like even with the automobiles, it just feels like you're driving around to nowhere already a yeah. little bit, and it, it could get a little dead. But I mean, for the game pass and what I'm, I'm having fun with it, I think it's dope. Yeah, um, but what, with the man thing, this is one thing I wanted to ask you thing too. Uh, with the playoffs, hopefully wrapping up soon, whatever, um, and me getting engulfed. Just I haven't really even been watching football because of the stadium situation, I guess. So I've been tailing off anyway. But did you hear that they were supposed to open up Miami? stadium's yeah. capacity is to like 65,000. Like do you have any thought on that? I know that's like a left thing uh or right thing. Or, oh, I don't, I, don't yeah, I think it's so more of a logical thing. Like I'm just curious about your, what you think. Well, I mean, clearly, you know, a 76-year-old orange man is invincible to it, so um, you know, it's perfectly fine. First off, <laughs> I can fucking said that. Um <laughs> Nah, bro. Dude, it's it's crazy. Like, I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he's not sick, man. I said that shit last week. I think I meant that. I meant yeah, that. Like, dude. I, like I don't wish that. I did that's, too. That'd be that'd be slow of me. But that was funny because like, yeah, I don't I don't even like to make what's going on about that about him. Like no, honestly, no. right now, I'm just curious about. So you think? But based on the fact that he came out of the other side of this thing looking like a motherfucking million bucks. Um, <laughs> I think it was a very like the concept of like saying it's nothing is very disrespectful to the people who have suffered with it and who have passed away from it. I think that's extremely disrespectful. I also think that opening up the stadium right now, I mean, that's great, but it's Florida. Like, I don't expect anything less Ever since I read that article about a Florida man who broke into somebody's apartment to poop on the floor and then steal their vacuum, I don't expect anything less from them. It's crazy. Florida is a nutty place. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a bizarre state altogether. I mean, the industry we work in, Todd, think about that for a minute. (laughs) Think about how insane that is. Rick Ross motherfucking uh like we we are never gonna be welcome in florida that was so funny but it was too real i don't give a it's fuck it's true you just told the truth you just told the truth it, it is what it is 
Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the place where it's like people go if you want to commit bizarre acts of crime against other people. Hey, all jokes aside, they hate that dude's face. Talking about all, all jokes aside, I was just talking that shit though. All jokes aside, like when I have not, you know, I love talking about fucking places that I've been able to go to or whatever. It's a blessing to travel, but I've never been to um, Miami. I've been to Florida. I actually had an amazing time. In Me Orlando. too. Like, I love Florida. I I've been twice. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. And like, I love it. Right, but I haven't been to Miami. I, that's that's a wish list thing, and can't understand why I ain't been to Vegas. But uh, but now you right though, bro. Like Miami is just a, it's got to be a weird place. Have you ever seen the Cocaine Cowboys documentary? Yes. Like, come on, dude. It's this weird. Like, if I think of Florida, I think of Scarface, and I think of those Florida man headlines, and I think of the insanity that you have to live in that type of humidity. Like, <laughs> like it's just, dude. I grew up in humidity. You did too. Me and you both. We grew up on the Gulf, but it's different. It's a different, like, people don't understand what living in a hurricane county can do to somebody's mind or mental state, but then you're in Florida, where on top of that, it's just this amalgamation of retirees and freaking college students and spring break and getting blasted. Like, my favorite Florida man headline ever, though, was Florida man breaks into a Burger King and eats all the grease. Like, <laughs> Why? Why would you do this to us? It's the armpit of America. And I love it. I love the oh, fact man. that it exists. Free Kodak Black, man. Anyway. Free Kodak. <laughs> free Kodak. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if he should be free. But no, okay. So you Is like... it a wonder, though, that the major majority of death metal bands come from Florida? Let's think about that. I mean. I didn't know that little fact. That's, that's true. Bringing things together. And at the end of that. We bringing things together like booty cheeks again. I thank you. Uh, <laughs> Let's keep it light and talk about Florida. This is the Florida Man edition. Well, and I really okay. It all that shit boiled down to I had the best fucking wing stop last night. I was that's another reason why I was thinking about Miami because I wanted fucking wing stop with voodoo fries and I oh, made those that voodoo choice. fries, bro. Right, there's Louisiana something else. Rub. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross with the Miami Heat and motherfucking in the playoffs they won last night. You know what I'm saying? So it's just them talking about opening up the 65,000 capacity stadium. I'm like, okay, I guess, is it really, really, really over? Is it really, really over? Because it's no. that so. No, you know it's about so? to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> just buckle down. It's about to get worse. Fuck it. We're too stupid to. Like we're too stupid as a nation to. And the the reality is is like it's because we have this concept of like. It's the imminent domain concept, just like psychologically produced in somebody's brain going, well, this is mine and I can protect it and you can't tell me my rights and you can't take this. Bro, Target asked you to wear a mask. Shut up and put on a mask. Like, no one cares about your little plight against freedom. Like, where you think, like, you're taking my... Nobody cares about that white dude who's 45 from the suburbs and is mad because somebody of color moved in next door. Like... I'm sorry. Nobody cares about that. Stop it. Stop. I just want my stimulus check. I just want my stimulus <laughs> check so I can get me a PS5. Me too. That's all I want. I want I my 1200. Where the fuck is my stimulus? I need my stimulus. <laughs> my, I need my. I need something. I need something where I don't have to work no more. Cause I'm tired. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. That's what I need. Tired. I'm tired of it. And I want a Tesla. I want, I want a Tesla. Self cars that make me do my thing. 
I want to be able to sit at home and make sandwiches and watch Glory. Glory. <laughs> Glory. Glory is such a good movie, too. <laughs> it's such we both, a... We were supposed to say... Oh, both, oh my God, man. It's, a, it's one of those days. It's one Look, of those recording. Oh, we start a fucking Patreon and just ruin it. We might actually have to... We got the it. Oakland booty this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'll talk about what I've been playing so we can move on. <laughs> because transition now. Um, <laughs> so the majority of my week, I've been playing 13 Sentinels. I'm starting to wrap that up. Um, I'm getting right down to the last few hours of the game. I will tell you this. Okay, so I love this game. I love this story. The story is incredible. It's one of the best science fiction stories I've ever seen played out in any type of narrative format whatsoever. It's incredibly layered. It's structured interestingly. You're playing the game over 13 different characters. All the narratives tie together. And there's a mystery of what's really going on that they are clearly saving for the big climax of the of the story. Like they're saving the big reveals for the very end. I think I've got it figured out. However, right now, I'm pending. I'm just moving through stories and trying to get to that point where we get to the climax, if you will. The big release. The big release. The huge splatters all over my living room, Larry. On God, though, seriously, man. After the conversation I had with my people this morning, man, I really do wish that upon all my friends, man. And all my family, all my loved ones. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, I feel you, dude. <laughs> But what I'm going to say about it, dude, is while I love this story, I do have some genuine criticisms of the game. Um, I don't know if it could be shorter because I haven't gotten to the end of it yet. And all those little moments may build into something that's big and revelatory. So I'm not going to talk about the story yet, quite yet about that. Just know I love the story. It's one of the greatest sci-fi stories I've read in a long time. I don't think visual novels are for me. I really don't think they're for me. Um, I don't. I like this story, and this has kept kept me intact and kept me interested in it and hooked to figure out where everything's going to play through these character stories. But at the same time, I would have rather have read this in a comic book or say just like a novel format because um, I don't know if visual novels are my style. I'd like to play a couple more to figure that out. It's not something I have a lot of experience in. I've played one other one called Had a Full Boyfriend and. It was hilarious, but it was also a lot shorter, if that makes sense. Um, the combat itself, <laughs> that is, it was a lot shorter and more hateful. Um, <laughs> but no, the combat itself resolves around uh, RTS strategy. And it, it was interesting to start with that. But I will say this. I bumped it up to the more difficult uh level of difficulty difficult difficulty I, I bumped up the difficulty on it and i've been playing around in the rts and it's still really easy it almost feels like the rts was not fully developed on that side but that being said is it one of the most beautiful games i've like ever it was played premature yes like it was a premature release like you could have done something else with this rts but that being said, I understand why they did it because they still want people to go through the story. 
They still want people to experience the full narrative because some people's narratives are going to be locked by the progress on your RTS side. But those battles don't take that long. Those battles have only taken me anywhere from two to three minutes. And there's, I believe, 26 of them. So when you add up that combat in there, talking about two to three minutes at a max, you're talking maybe an hour and 20 minutes of gameplay, actual physical gameplay. Um, I don't know where I stand on this one, Todd. I really don't. And while I well, love this what I game, found interesting about what you, the insight yeah. that you gave me on it was how you compared your experience with this game to your raping and pillaging and King's crusaders and the Freudian path that you went down with that game <laughs> yes and what you felt like with wastelands 3 which was more of a think uh, analytical it, it was just bouncing between your left brain and right brain yeah. type game kind of feel it gave you some good balance in comparing those games to this game which was 59.99 yes i thought that was like kind of telling well it is because it's i paid full price for 13 sentinels i paid the 59.99 i think it's actually only 49.99 but i got the addition with the little art book um which was worth it to me because the art is gorgeous it's one of the most beautiful games it's like you're playing with paper dolls if you will and they're you're playing with them inside of a uh diorama and you're moving them around i find that fascinating kind of the cutout walking style. down the street <laughs> and it's something hits your feet yes diarrhea diarrhea <laughs> When you're walking down the street and something hits your feet, diarrhea. Um, <laughs> but no, you're right, though, because like I had to physically uninstall Crusader Kings 3 from my computer because I was afraid of how much I would spend with time with it. Like it would take away from everything else, right? It would become an addiction, which it was becoming. And that was on Games Pass. So was Wastelands 3. And Wastelands 3 could benefit from some of the storytelling from something like 13 Sentinels. Um, it's a gorgeous game. It's a beautiful game. I'm going to say if you love visual novels, this is probably one of the best I've ever played, even though I have limited experience, but I imagine it's probably a standout. If you love sci-fi, you would love this game. There's a bunch of references to science fiction in it between the Terminator, Star Wars, E.T., Godzilla, like, they're constantly, back to the future, they're constantly referencing other sci-fi properties and paying homage to those properties without calling them out directly. Um, oh, wonderful. So, yeah, I love it because I'm a sci-fi nerd, but at the same time, I wish there was more elements to it. I wish the RTS was a little deeper, a little bit more strategic. Instead of, I feel like I'm kind of... I guess the best way to put it is running and gunning through the RTS. Like, I'm not having to think about it that much. It's it's not tickling that King's, Crusader King's brain side of me where I'm going, well, what allies do a call? How much crown do I spend? Um, am I going to win this battle? What if they call allies in the battle? Like, it's not... Bringing it back to King's Crusaders, man. Yes. Um, which reminds me, you may CK3. be interested in a YouTube channel called White Underbelly. Is this game worth $59.99? To certain people. Okay. I'm going to say that. If you like a good science fiction story and you've played a lot of visual novels, yes. If you don't know about visual novels, I'm going to say don't dive into this one. <laughs> like, if it's something you don't have a lot of experience with, I would say wait until it's on sale. Um, I would say this. Um, I actually was looking to see if they may do a visual novel or not a visual novel, but an actual like novelization manga or anime of this. If this was an anime, 
this would have ended up on my top seven anime series of all time. Or movie. Like, that's how well done and amazing the story is. And the threads in the story. Like, that's where it shines, is the story itself. It's beautiful. And I think they could have kind of resolved the RTS portion. I would have even accepted some of the lower difficulty in the RTS had they included some story hints in the RTS. Like, had they told a portion of the story within the RTS realm itself, I think I would have accepted that a little bit more. But right now, it's kind of generic conversation in that side of things. So, it almost feels like two houses of a production team developed this game simultaneously, and then they combined them at the end. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but then again, I'm going to wrap it up probably today or tomorrow. Um, and that story, you know, it may blow me away at the end. Um, right now... Yes. <laughs> it's gonna take the air leaf blower and just right in the butt uh <laughs> what is up with you and suppositories and fucking air leaf i don't know i don't know but it's it's great for my taste i like the story moving on genshin impact <sighs> I had to look up gacha games on that one too, by the way, Todd. I really did. Uh, Every time I hear Genshin Impact too, I just it's just so fucking childish speaking. It sounds like rectal impact. Speaking of sobs, fucking <laughs> pop tours and fucking bobo. You know, stuff. out of all the time I worked in the ER, we only ever had somebody come in once who had something stuck up there. Genshin Impact. <laughs> I would love to hear your perspective on Genshin Impact with the smooth tones. Smooth tones. How it it impacted you. Smooth tones. This is radio number one. Uh, No, dude. I'm I'm shocked that Genshin Impact is free. I mean, to be honest with you, like, the incredible visuals, the movement, the combat, um, the fact that it does tell a story, the, the, the characters, the weapon builds, um, I played about four hours last night and I, I got that Zelda feel and I understand what people are saying with like, but it's not a rip off of Zelda. They took elements, sure, of the Legend of Zelda and put it into this game. And I think it serves it better for it. Um, kind of open world structure to it. Uh, the different magic and, uh, special abilities you get. I'm not too far into the game, but what I will say is I'm extremely impressed that this game is free and it's not only free on PS4, it's free on PC and you can get it on mobile, which I've heard is pretty an incredible experience, which blows me, bro, which blows me. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm not good at being subtle with their shit. Like, you yeah, like, yeah. Like, I love, I love that one because it's like just a hammer, me, man. It blows me away. <laughs> no, I don't want to say away because it reminds me of that film where that guy snapped, but no, uh, no, but uh, yeah, it blows me. I, I only said that because I keep going back thinking about Borat too in the middle of this I cannot wait for it. Um, I cannot and wait. And think about Genshin Impact, the fact that it got doubled up. When I when I saw on the Discord that somebody had got addicted to it, I was like, see, okay, like I, maybe I'm not tripping. Maybe it's just a quality free game yeah. that I know if a motherfucker was struggling. Um, I feel confident in saying, okay, you know, this is a good way to spend your time. Just even the tone of it is yes. pretty I think you know um, and it's beautiful 
Like it, right, right. it is beautiful. Like the cell shading art style, the music, the soundtrack, the climbing. Does it make you feel more Asian. Yes, yes, it does. Um, see, and I haven't run into a paywall yet, and I've played for about four hours, and I kind of wonder where that paywall is going to hit. Me too. That's the I thing. Do. It's like where's the fucking coming? That's the that I think that's the hesitation in embracing the game because you we you know it's America, baby. We know ain't nothing free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, sidebar real quick, speaking of I jumped into Discord and I didn't realize I wanted to get your thoughts on this this is a total fucking sidebar real quick but King Riley brought up uh, the Mexican pizza no, oh, Taco rid- Bell? Yeah, they're, they're getting rid, rid of it? it? Yeah, I heard about that I'm boycotting R.I.P. Mexican pizza R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen, R.I.P. Mexican pizza the 80s are dying around us that's what's going on. Dude, I love the Mexican pizza. It's so good. It's so good. It's so delicious. They've gotten rid of a lot of things, though. If they get rid of the seven-player burrito, I swear to God. <laughs> this is war at this point. Don't take my Taco Bell away from me. We know. We know from Demolition Man. Taco Bell wins the fast food wars. We just have to wait it out. We just have to wait it out. I'm just trying to think. It's part of my reasoning for being a thinking about Wingstop and sixty five thousand people in the stadium and, and focusing on the loss of the fucking Mexican pizza. Like, have I been? Do I need to go outside and take a walk? Basically, yes. At this point? It's the commercials. Is that is that what it is? Because I'm like, damn it, man, that's a good point. Why would they take that away? I'm gonna go Why up to the video game store later. I just need to get out of the house. I right. just I sat there the other day and I was like, uh. So, you know MGK? Yeah. That dude, you know he released a pop punk album? Nope, don't, nope. The latest one is a pop punk album. I was listening to it, and I was like, this is actually a pretty good pop punk album. And I was like, did I just say that MGK released a pretty good album? I need to get out of 2020. That's a valid point. Now, now I understand why you chose <laughs> 8 Mile at the introductory of the motherfucking show. Uh, but yeah, I got. did I get you off track? Because I think you were on a good line. And oh, for Genshin Impact. Silly shit. Yeah, for I, Genshin well, Impact. Though. I don't know enough about it so far, but for a free game, like, do I expect the story to be deep or moving or anything? No, I don't. Do I expect to be able to beat this game without paying something? No, absolutely not. Um, especially for a free download. But do I expect it to be addicted to it until I hit a paywall? Yes. Just like I was with Neverwinter, which is another great free MMO. Like... That was one of those where I got addicted to it until I hit a paywall. Um, and even then, with Neverwinter, I liked it enough to where I bought into that to get to the next level, um, to level up my characters. And I probably will do some of the similar things with Genshin Impact. Do I expect this is something that will last outside of a two-week period for me? No, I do not. I do not. I don't expect this to take the realm of like superseding Breath of the Wild in my mind. Um, but am I impressed with it? Yeah. Is it a free game that I would absolutely recommend? Yes. If you like these kind of adventure RPG, action RPGs, if you liked Breath of the Wild, 100% play this game. Like You're going to like your time with it, and you're going to spend a couple weeks with it if you're like me, and you're going to walk away going, hey, that was time well worth spent. Like I enjoyed my experience with that. Right, like you're making an impact instead of being impacted like Marvel Avengers makes you <laughs> yes. feel. Now that was subtle. Uh, <laughs> At a BC! <laughs> yelling for no reason. But nah, thank you for your insightful insight. <laughs> you, no, you're, 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 you're welcome. Like, I mean, it's just the... 
I like Genshin Impact. It's pretty good. But yeah, Marvel Avengers, uh, speaking of that, do you want to talk about the news? Do you want to Yeah, let's on? get into the news. Let's do the news break. All right. News theme. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Cham Kynes, Horts. Rick Tamlin, Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right, that was the news theme. Uh, but yeah, so first piece of news. I haven't found this reported anywhere outside of a couple of articles, but apparently Marvel Avengers on PC is down to less than 1,000 players. It's down to mm. less than 1,000 active players. Hate, 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 hate. You're the only one who's playing. I'm curious, man. Hate, 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 like, hate, hate. What do you think about this? I'm, I'm I honestly. Think that I, a thousand players. Can you imagine what type of army that would be walking up on you? <laughs> a be a thousand lot. real motherfucking players and gators walking up at one motherfucking time with motherfucking superpowers. My motherfucking father. Sucker buckers. Stop. I'm not even making any fucking sense. No, that's horrible. That's, <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's horrible. It is like I was. It is, bro. It's it's fitting because as much like it's like as much shit as I talk, I do the same thing. I mean, it's just a live service situation, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it? I don't know if it's gonna make it. I'm not fucking around. It made me think about going back to Anthem because it yeah. means I can customize my suit. I'm not bullshitting about that. That's no joke. And that's, that's crazy that it makes you think about that. Like, and it's not, it's weird, bro. Like, it's weird. It's just, it could be so great, you know. And I I want to pop it, pop it back in. I think part of it is shame. And it does, that's what happens with these these games. Like, once you start losing the player base, you don't see anybody else on. Yeah. You're not driven to get on. And it's just like, I'm you're going to play with what your friends play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I'm on Madden right now, because that's where my friends are. Like, we playing that bullshit, at, which is a shitty game. But if more people were playing shitty ass Marvel, I'd probably be on there more. I did have more hopes that it wouldn't completely die out before we got Spider Man. Yeah, but that's EA's fault. Yeah, dude, it is. It's even easier to accept like an Anthem situation because it's original IP. I expected some shittery a little bit more, maybe, and it's just I don't know. My expectations weren't too far off with this either. It's just I wasn't expecting it to fall off just as quickly, if not quicker, than Anthem itself, for real. Like, I'd have to actually do more research on that when the actual fall off took place. But it feels like it's sooner than Anthem. It Anthem feels was quick. Came out. Yeah, this feels really quick, especially when you're talking about the Avengers. Like, Not to say Avengers wasn't broken when it came out either. Yeah, but this feels like a lot quicker, especially when you're talking about Anthem was an original IP versus Marvel Avengers, which is a highly established, well-regarded IP on all sides between comics, novels, animation, um, and movies. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like this one wouldn't die out as fast. Well, what it is is it's just, I think, the potential is there. The initial excitement is there for a valid reason. Those elements in the game where it's just like you can see what they could have done yeah. and you can see what they chose to do. And it just comes together like vomit and shit. <laughs> the opposite of booty cheeks comes together like vomit and crap. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. 
Just put that sawdust on top of it the janitors use. But I guess maybe I'm fucked up in the head. Like, there's some relief that comes from those actions. And maybe that's where I had found the fun in. I can find fun in vomit shit games. Oh, I can too. Unless you were Agony. Agony was terrible. Like, you can find fun. Like, I found fun in Rage 2. And that was not great. I would almost rather a total crap fest over a mediocre game. You could put... Nintendo's Batman in front of me right now, and I'll find fun in it, though. God, that game is so good, though. I love Batman 1989. When did it come out in 1990? 1989 came out in Yeah, the game was so good. Had that digitized Prince soundtrack. That soundtrack was dope. That that soundtrack was fire. Do the bat dance? Like, who doesn't want to do that? I love the Batman soundtrack. I saw a picture the other day of Prince on roller skates on his tennis court wearing a Batman shirt. Prince was a legend. If you don't like Prince, I now that's a goddamn game. Marvel. <laughs> that's a game. 1990s no. Batman for the NES. <laughs> Do you ever no, dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Pale moonlight. Um, I'm gonna fuck around and pop in Marvel at some point and check on it just to see for myself. But then <laughs> I just felt a little bit of vomit. I'm but. gonna go play Batman's 1990 and really enjoy my Saturday afternoon. I'm going to raise the windows, get naked, sit on a towel, and play Batman. What is up with naked RPP? I'm going to go play Chippendale's Rescue Rangers after that. And then Adventure Island. Let's go all the way back. But nah, man, like, it's fair perspective. Do you think it's fair that this game has dropped off the map this fast? Or is this something that maybe you think people should give another chance to give it that pathway, to give it that access to actually getting the updates it deserves i think i want my playstation 5 <laughs> and i want it now i think that's what i think it's, it's mine and i it's my money and i want it now that's how uh i want it I now feel. no all jokes aside though i feel like Maybe if they tweak some shit, they have a possibility of a. the only hope I could see is a resurgence with the launch of the new system. If yeah. it's like major graphical upgrades and when they it, the timing of if they could drop a bunch of characters and really just re work out some bugs and reintroduce it in an entirely new way to an entirely new fan base that didn't get shattered on to be used as early adopter beta testers for their game because it's a live service game that they have plans for down the road. Yeah. Um, in a secondary wave, you know, even if they if they put it in like a package deal with the system and everything else, then possibly seeing it making a resurgence, there's some things in there that are fun. Like you drop yeah. uh, 2099 Spider-Man in there, some shit like that. You tweak a few things. Uh, that you fucked up here, you you might have something there. Do I really think that that's going to happen? Not really. Um, but I, I'm also feeling that way because I'm not excited about 2K21 right now, yeah. even though I'm hearing some good positive things about it. That's But I'm ultra excited about what 2K21 looks like on the PS5 coming up, too. So, you know. Uh, that's I don't, I'm sure that's some news, too. That, that, yeah. you know, that shit came out and looked buttery smooth. That shit looked crazy than a motherfucker. That's one of the best new upcoming games as far as like graphical upgrade I have seen. I'm looking forward to the PS5 era, um, and that's a good transition into this next article. Um, PS5 apparently only has a handful of games uh, that will not support PS4 or backwards compatibility with the PS4. 
they've got a list that have come out of the games that will not be supported. Uh, so here's this list. If you're looking to play any of these games, I can honestly tell you, I have played none of these games and didn't even hear about some of these games. Well, one of them, but that's on PC. I've played it. DWVR will not be supported on the PS5. DWVR. Afro, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1 will not be supported on the PS5. TT Isle of Man Rid Right on the Edge 2 will not be supported. Just Deal With It is the title of the next game. That's not a sentiment from Sony. Shadow Complex Remastered. Robinson the Journey. We Sing. Hitman Go Definitive Edition. Shadwin and Joe's Diner. These are the list of all the games that will not be supported on the PS5. I'd like to see those active player bases on those games, because I'm assuming it's probably about 12. Um, that's my thought. You saw the look at the stain on my face. I'm writing a letter to Black Lives Matter about this. You can't keep <laughs> Afro off of here. You hating now. I'm, whoever's... <laughs> Dude. I'm writing a letter. I'm writing a check to whoever's scamming and actually making money off of that shit, not real black people. But uh, I'm writing them so they can make some noise and piss some people imagine. off and somebody can get paid. Because I want after I say, bro, bro. Could you imagine I'm, working that inbox and you come across that and go, this is a tragedy. We need Afro Samurai 2 on the PS. Could you imagine the response of, really? This is what the complaint is right now? I love Afro Samurai. Did you play Not Afro Samurai? though. Not two. The first game yeah. is, is going to be transitioned over, which I think is fair. Yes. And that game was not the greatest game, if I'm going to be honest. But I pre-ordered that game, and I had the little uh, miniature figure from that whole thing. And when you got Wu-Tang working on the soundtrack itself, you got to you know salvage that. But the second game, I don't even remember that travesty so I, I must have blocked that out like a fucking blackout night i never i, I played the first one and like liked that time it. you raped that guy in a bad <laughs> that is not what happened <laughs> he had a blood pressure incident and passed out and hit his head on tile and woke up and was bleeding from the forehead that is that's what happened <laughs> he just passed i told him he should go to the doctor Get himself checked out. Good of lord! You did, of course. You raped him. That's why. That is not what happened. You did because you, you just you no. you already publicly admitted it a hundred episodes ago. No, okay, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what he said. That is not what I said. All right, next piece of news: um, the PS5 panels do come off. Customizations in the works. Going to be able to customize your PS5 like the old school Xbox where you could customize. Oh. You could customize the faceplate. You remember that? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was saying, too. <laughs> That's what Xbox. I figured you were going with. <laughs> uh, good news for the PlayStation 5. 72% of U.S. next-gen pre-order customers chose the PS5. Duh. <laughs> That's kind of what I expected. Because there's it's been talks of the overheat issue with the Xbox, which I'm not surprised about. They, they always do that. You had the clock in the OG Xbox, which leaked everywhere. You had the Xbox 360, which red-ringed of death. You had the overheating issue with the Xbox One, and now you've got it with the Series X. So, I've told this story 3,000 times, man. The, I, I was a X, If you're going to say fanboy, I was an Xbox fanboy. No way around it. Loved Halo. You didn't fuck with Halo as much as I did. 
RP Mike again on the Halo shit. Uh free crystal. <laughs> but um yeah, shout out Pixie Legs and, and uh all that other shit. But the red ring or death shit, bro. So as soon as I heard the overheating, you flashback for me personally it was red ring of death. I went through three damn systems. Yep. And I finally gave up and I, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to Sony. Fuck it. And I just couldn't I couldn't deal with it because I like the controller better on 360. It's America. And at the time, I liked the games better. I just liked the whole feel. My like favorite controller of all time, the Xbox 360 right. controller. The, right. The, and it just, the, for online gaming, it was just felt more secure. This is like era where PlayStation was having leaks. This is when their, their service was free. Xboxes was not. So, like, Xbox had a competitive advantage until their products became defective. And yep. as soon as that, like, that ruined the brand. Soon as you hear that, like whatever reason I had to trust, but see, I think that's also the reason why they go to cloud-based system that they're yep. going. I think you're absolutely right. No, I do. I agree with you that that they're going to that cloud-based. That's their model going forward. Their model has got nothing to do with the system itself. They're still doing the system probably because of some type of expectation for this generation and trying to stay in the market. But with them moving to this cloud-based system and the Games Pass, I downloaded the Xbox app on my phone, Todd. The the streaming one on my phone, the test one. Dude, you know how well that thing works? That's amazing. I was able to Bluetooth my controller, my knockoff PS5 controller, to my phone and use it to play xbox games on my phone like just streaming it worked perfectly and i've heard people have, i've heard other people have had some issues with it i get it they're still testing it they're still running the servers they're still trying to tweak those uh, algorithms and the streaming compression however for me i had a flawless experience on my phone and i just screwed around for a minute in gears of war 5 and it was awesome like I'm not even like I was like the idea that this is the future like and now they have apps that have come out not apps but third party controller systems where you can actually plug it into both sides of your phone and it acts like a controller for your phone and it it's just a portable gaming system at that point what what else do you need like you, everybody's got a phone a robot to jack me off at this point I think that's what that's the coming said it. <laughs> that's next They've got that. They've got. What that. is wrong with maybe you know, it's, a, it's me? It's I screwed this one up. <laughs> I talked about suppositories in the beginning. That's what it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. What, I don't know, bro. Fuck it. Thanks again for listening. If you made it to this point, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like for real though. Next piece of news: the Xbox marketing manager clarifies Xbox Series X heap output amidst claims that it's toasty. Um. <laughs> That's what it was. It's toasty was the heat output. Um, the console will output system heat out of the exhaust just as any other console will. Our engineering team confirmed the heat level. The heat leaving the console is not significantly different from the Xbox One X. This matches my experience at home quite fast and impressive power for the size. I mean, that's the marketing manager, so I don't expect anything less. Like, of course you're going to defend it. Till it starts setting TV consoles on fire. No, I'm kidding. About the, what you think about Microsoft and uh, GameStop merging? That is an interesting, a multi-year partnership uh, announced between GameStop and Microsoft. Um, that's kind of 
it's it's Microsoft trying to expand the. So there's been a call for quite a long time for physical games to not make a disappearance. People still like the concept of physical games, and if you're smart, like you can be. In the long run, if you buy the physical systems, such as the PS console edition that's going to take disc, that's going to allow you to play with the used market, which is, if you're a patient gamer, that's what I like. I love the used market. I go to these game stores. There's something about physically looking at a box and picking it up. That's why I still buy digital, or not digital, but special editions of stuff. Um, I just pre-ordered Monster Hunter um the one coming out in march i pre-ordered that special edition with the amiibo that comes with it um but i think it's an interesting strategy on microsoft who's kind of going into the streaming cloud service to also say hey we're still thinking about the gamers that's the one thing i'll say about microsoft the perspective that xbox fans and even me who's not the biggest microsoft fanboy my perspective has slowly started to shift and change because of their maneuvers in the market over the last couple of years, I'm starting. I nine times out of ten, dude, when I get on my PC, I used to pull up Steam all the time. You know what I pull up now? The Xbox app. That's every time. Every time I go right to that. Well, what's been added to Games Pass? That's what I want to see. I was like, that's my first thought is what's been added to Games Pass that I can download and install on my computer right now. And if you're a Games Pass member, even though that game may leave the, the the market or that environment over the next like six months to a year, you still get a discount to buy it too, which I find very fascinating. And it's changed my mentality between that, the idea that they've worked with disabled gamers, the fact that they're now partnering with GameStop and now they're pushing this physical media presence. And that's the narrative behind this concept This you know, expending expending, Basically saving GameStop, maybe. Who knows? I don't know if it'll really save GameStop. But I find it kind of fascinating, and I think it definitely benefits Microsoft more than it does GameStop. But that's my limited perspective. No, man, I think that's a really fair analysis. You know, Microsoft is making a lot of moves. I I like the fact that they announced that they're telling employees that they can work home uh, permanently. Like that shows a power of strength in a in a company. Just saying, like, okay, that's that's gonna drive solid employee bases to them to keep they the train going, which they what they'll need. You know how they tie in with teams, all kinds of other shit. Like that GameStop uh, merger definitely helps them more than GameStop. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know that's what I would think. You know what I mean? Like the actual GameStop stock slipped after like it rallied. A little bit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When it first happened, but the GameStop stock slipped. Microsoft's trading still at like 215 right now, with room to possibly grow, grow with dividends associated with it. You did what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's just a strong company in general that does not rely primarily on their fucking gaming service, but which we've talked about in length previously. Is some continuously to you know look at. Um, and some like it's a to be, it's a great American company in a lot of ways, in my humble opinion. Um, but the thing I do love about Game Pass that you've been preaching is it it feels like early Netflix a little bit of gaming where yep. Stadia failed. Um, this has a strong opportunity to you know succeed. So them having overheated systems and them seeing that they have a problem with producing machines that work correctly and yep. they, they just have less leverage it's less important than with sony because sony also 
as far as gaming, I mean, I doubt that. Again, we've talked about this in in length in uh, previous episodes, but in gaming, I think there there's such an importance on how the PlayStation performs. I mean, naturally, yes. they're gonna have an overall better experience like that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like a three hundred dollar Escort versus a seventeen hundred dollar yep. Escort. I mean, it all looks how you want to get. It's like you know. You get what you pay for. Right, exactly. You really do. But, I mean, and also on top of that, dude, is, um, you know, with the Xbox, it's it's because I, I like the fact that you brought up Stadia right there, right? Because you got Amazon who's now going into that market. But there's also a loyalty and a trust that gamers have. Like, gamers have been burned in the past before with the promise of these. Like, you remember the Ouya? Like, that was supposed to be mind-blowingly change everything. But the reality is is that most gamers are going to lean towards a company they trust a little bit more. And I'm going to trust Microsoft and Xbox and Sony over Amazon and Google. Because Amazon and Google is almost like... There's almost this concept of you're getting into it for the profits. And every company is. But at the same time, with Microsoft and Sony... You go to them because you can sense the love behind the game that they have because they've been in them for so long. Like, you've been around for so long. It's amazing that Microsoft, I think, got in the right time. I don't think, personally, I don't think we see a change from the Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft system for years and years and years. I really don't see it. At least until motherfucking the vaccines come you know and it was everything changed. in 2023 speaking of, speaking of microsoft you know what i mean mm. trying to vaccinate every goddamn body wink wink bill bitch. gates fucking bill gates never mind i'm going with sony <laughs> well i am going with sony i mean that's but that's the console side of things why would i think I? I like japanese people i do too you think you're like i think i do i'm not sure i haven't made up my mind on that one quite yet <laughs> I don't know. I saw that documentary, Men of the oh, Pearl Sun. Or, yeah. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I'll never forget. Pearl Harbor. It's a travesty of a movie. Uh, <laughs> ben Affleck. Jen, uh, the Japanese attack a three-way love story. That was Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the Janet Jacobies. <laughs> I don't know. What the I don't fuck? know. Okay. All right, next piece of news, moving on. PlayStation announces upcoming trophy leveling challenges. This is three days ago, so that's been going on. Um, They got new calculations. They'll give you levels for a certain amount of trophies. It's basically the Microsoft Gamer Points, Gamer Score system um, coming to Sony. Uh, so I found that fascinating. CD Projekt Red Dev. CD Projekt Rev. Red Dev. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 the news, blah. Uh, no, Jason Schreier over there put out an article a few days ago. Um, he talked about how um, the crunch time at CD Projekt Red for Cyberpunk 2099. 29? Good Lord. 2077? Yes, I don't know why I went yeah. to 2099. Talked about the crunch time. That's the year that uh, the earth is going to blow up. Everybody <laughs> watched this fucking documentary with David Ottenberg. I think that's what it is. Uh, on um, Nixon Netflix. will be president again. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he, he was talking about. Um, hold on, let me let me actually look that up real quick right yeah. now. Uh, yeah, 
it wasn't. It, I don't know why the fuck I've been watching this Earth shit lately. But he did talk about how the Earth was gonna blow up in a hundred years if yeah. we don't stop it. He's ninety four years old, so he was just. It, it's just a documentary talking about. Um, I won't listen to that old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know he's dying. He's dying. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The Earth's not dying. Shout out Mike Pony for reminding us of Captain Planet. No, nah, I almost Captain got it, bro. Captain Planet. This, this, he's, he's our he's hero. Our hero. Gonna, Gonna take our trash and stuff down, down to the schools. Kirby. He's gonna dump trash on school children's heads. I forgot this is a real actual show. We really gonna have to edit a couple of things. I'm sorry. <laughs> never. We never will. CD Projekt Red. While you're looking that up, though, Jason Schreier had an article come out the other day talking about how he talked with the devs at CD Projekt Red, um, and basically it's more of this story that we've heard about in past of forced crunch time and stressful working environments and all this overtime and. How basically CD Projekt Red said that they had talked with their people and they had asked about doing this overtime and that devs were cool with it. But Jason Schreier had a different story saying that, no, nobody was actually asked about this. And it's more of this kind of epic and uh, 2K developers. And we've heard this story in the past, dude. That's part of this industry. Um, you know, and it's 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 going to take some reform and change. But part of it, too, is, you know, kind of up to us as the gamers to be a little bit more patient with stuff, you know? Like, you either get CD Projekt Red 2077, Cyberpunk 2077 in the perfect release, or you get Marvel's Avengers. Which one do you want? Like, I want the perfect release. (laughs) I do, too. And it's uh, David, sorry, real quick, David Attenborough. Yeah, David Attenborough. Yeah. Planet Earth. Planet yeah right one of the greatest documentarian speakers of all time yeah he's clearly about to die but i did find that shit (laughs) interesting when you saw it like because he did like lay out a doomsday scenario that's like yeah in 100 years this is what's gonna happen like this is what's happening this is what happened in my lifetime this is what's going on now these are facts i was like okay that's interesting maybe that's why we've been in some boxes but uh man i used to watch that blue planet and planet earth religiously I mean, I'm a pothead, man, so you can't help it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, it's on. I'm watching this. It's poisonous frogs in the Amazon? What are them little micro frogs doing? Uh, <laughs> next piece of news. Ghost of Tsushima on PS5 will support up to 50, 60 FPS with Game Boost. Looking for that. Looking for that. Um, 10 new titles, critical acclaim, and exceptional engagement mark a record year for Xbox. We knew that was, that's just reality. They've had an excellent year or so. They're starting to get back up. Cyberpunk 2077 has gone gold with pre-orders. Duh. Like, I pre-ordered it myself because I want the map, Todd. I want the map in the box, and I want the cool stuff. I wish I would have bought the double digital special edition where that came with cybernetic attachments I could embed in my skin. Um, that's not a thing. That that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, what else do we got? Let me see here. If it's a market for skip the tutorial nipple clamps. There is. I know this. I want them. Um <laughs> Uh, Crystal Dynamics claims relief in sight for board Avengers players. So that just hit today. 
It's been well, a, see, it's been a little over a month well, since Square Enix launched Marvel's Avengers, and players are getting tired of running the same missions with the same characters. We need new content, new enemies. Crystal Dynamics studio head Scott Amos says more content, including new mission types, a new hub, and both Hawkeyes is being released in the couple coming weeks. So, Well, I know this Discord will be a little bit shorter because it's kind of basically what it's about. It's like basically going into the overall shift in systems, the state yeah. convergent, the system shift in services, the shift in cloud-based things with online live services and and how like it changes so quickly and it's so fast this is going in the in the short run i mean that's that's basically what's going on in gaming um and just being agile in general with the changing times like you know i feel like stuff's about to slow down on that i feel i feel like personally stuff's about to slow down um i think over the last four years We've had historical amounts of change, shift, different stuff happening constantly, uh, different headlines. The movement in the gaming industry has just been magnanimous. That means happy. It's been been magnanimous. It's been omega powered. It's been Iceman riding his ice board to the strip club because that's what he does. I was just about to say Omega Power sounds like a gas station pill, but magnanimous. The changes in the video game industry has been magnificently Huge. magnanimous. White iced tea. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Oh, Mr. T. Sorry. Mr. I was thinking T. Mr. T. Like if you had a fucking hawk, mohawk. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You could definitely be a white Mr. T. I want and a mohawk. I wanted to compliment you on your mustache. I appreciate you growing it out a little bit further. I was never. I just have. Very blonde hair. That's not the point. That's why I shave it. Because I either look like... There's a stage in my mustache growth where I just look like I'm trying to do the Hitler. And that's it's not the point. Like, it's like a perfect Hitler. Like It's literally <laughs> shaved that way. Not only way that it's works... Not it's not shaved that way. It's because it's blonde. No, if you do the Hitler mustache again, you have to try to figure out a way to get a fucking mohawk and start investing in gold. I'm like, taking it back. Gold. I'm taking back the Hitler. That's what I'm doing. We're taking it back together. Me and you are both going to shave it. We're going to take promo photos. And that's what we're doing. We're taking it back. <laughs> it happened. He was an artist. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but I think things are about to slow down. I do. Okay. I think as this transition happens, as the world moves forward, I think that we've had a lot of announcements, a lot of shifting I think you've had video game executives trying to get their bearings, if you will, on, you know, and I think with this next generation, I think we're going to go back to a time when not only things slow down in the world, but I think sling- things are going to slow down in gaming. That's what I feel is going to happen. Hmm. I don't what do you really mean by that, like things will slow down in gaming. I mean, for the better, we're not going to have all these announcements, all these changes, all this quick. I think as developers get used to the PS5, and I think as they get used to the new Xbox cloud-based system, I think we're going to hit a pattern. And I'm not meaning slow down on the games. I'm talking about all this shifting between we had Sony's PS5, PS4, then we had the PlayStation 4 Pro. We had the Xbox different models. Those came out. We had the cloud gaming stuff that was being talked about. Stadia launched. You had different developers. You had a bunch of new tech drop, um, especially on the PC side of things too. I think when all this is coming to a head right now, 
And I think what we're going to do is we're going to get into that pattern where it's going to go back to focusing on the games that are coming out versus the technology and hardware that supports the games. Okay, let me go to Snozberry's Taste Like yes. Snozberry's Land, which yes. is supreme nerd level, right? Yes. Does it feel like with what these some of these companies are doing and some of the language and how we're having this conversation that things are kind of coming together like motherfucking Cybertron and the yes. Autobots versus the motherfucking Decepticons? And it's a situation where technology is coming to a point where there may be some kind of weird convergence point, um, and we don't know what to do with it. Uh, yep. That's the that's the that's an unnecessary conversation. But it's just that like that's the more you talk about it, I don't think we're anywhere near that like weird fucking apocalyptic sky no, no. idea that no. Western civilization seems to um connect to. Where some other civilizations focus on like that convergence not necessarily being a negative thing. Um and I Correct. think that's like a cultural that's part of like a cultural war that that it's like a mini war that goes on with us like we build these wars with the systems for whatever reasons uh and you know it's kind of senseless because it's like it's like the east coast west coast beef like did you know was that created by the people itself or was it created by media is are we are we being manipulated for financial gain in some kind of way um well beef's always going to generate more for both sides so that's what it is. So yeah. ultimately, it's still just going. It's it's gonna. They're coming together. You can't help but work with one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because isn't Sony going to be working on some of the yeah. Microsoft is cloud based systems anyway? Yes. So they're all working right. together, and it's like what Microsoft did. What a lot of people don't realize is their cloud based system is not necessarily 100 percent about gaming. It's enterprise. Do you know how many companies are going to buy into it? Didn't, didn't we talk about Microsoft? But Microsoft didn't they just sound um a deal with the Pentagon or some fucking yes. Star Wars sounding cloud based deal? Am I tripping about that? No, you're not tripping about that. That's exactly what happened. Okay, I'm just talking about telling you, dude. Like, but when I say things are going to slow down, I think as these things converge together and as companies work together, um, like you were talking about with Sony and Microsoft and even Nintendo, there's still the rumors of the Games Pass coming to Nintendo and the streaming coming to Nintendo. I think what we're going to see is there's going to be this kind of personally, and I'm, I'm going to say right here, as far as gaming is concerned, I think the next couple of years are probably going to be a gaming utopia. It's going to be companies working together for what's best for the consumer and best for themselves. But it's also going to be people slowing down and going, Hey, maybe we don't need this 24 seven, you know, announcement situation where we're coming out with stuff on it. Like maybe people are getting tired of it. Maybe it's just me reading the vibes of the internet. Maybe it's me realizing that there's a lot more people disconnecting from social media and news sources than ever before. And maybe that's what we're seeing is it's like maybe the world's about to slow down again. We I feel mm. like we've been on like a high speed chase for the last four years. Um, and I think there's just kind of a general consensus in the air. Maybe it's me being hopeful. Maybe I'm putting best and wishes it, no, out there. Seriously, I think I think that you are. And I think that's an important thing to do. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm not, that's, I'm actually listening to you and thinking about what you're saying. And I, I think there is a pie in the sky aspect to that, but there may be some truth there too, as well, based on force. Like we, yeah. like production is forced to be slowed down. In some ways, I look at it as the natural progression. I mean, we've been going through this cycle now my entire life. 
of systems, gaming systems. Yep. We are the top of that generation. And there's always a slowdown period at the introduction of a new generation system. There is. Um, there always has been. So just just a, for me, you know what I mean? It's like a natural wave, transition that, point. Yeah. Right. That wave in dark that wave and dichotomy kind of like drug culture in the in the country like there was mm -hmm. the 70s the 80s the 90s generally it's been like a wave of either uppers or downers you know what i'm saying like there's a good documentary about that um and i think people need a break culture. like but i think people need a think break about the way your brain works and the way uh technology has been designed to play on those same factors yeah. as drug on your dopamine receptors there is like a weird wavelength that you could kind of see with how our content has been even like games like Genshin Impact that we wouldn't even be into like it's these that they're designed to to play with these portions of your brain a certain type of way to where maybe it is good that the production slowed down maybe there is some hope that they can say it all gives us an opportunity to find places and spaces to slow down yep. so we can actually ultimately continue to have joy with with these products before it turns all bad until all the dream the happy dreams turn to bad dreams and you're chasing your tail for no motherfucking reason. Um, I mean, it should be about slowing down and enjoying those things while we have them. I know that's a lesson that I learned from this show is because it felt like I was on such a rampage burning through games so fast and it was learning to slow down and enjoy the, the positive experiences when I had them. And I think that maybe that's where the world may be slightly headed, maybe because we need a break. Possibly part of it because the coronavirus like forced us to stop for a moment. Like we, we had to stop. We didn't have an option. And I think there's still some of that in the air of some of the good things to come from the virals, the six feet distancing, the masks in public, and the slowing down and going, let's actually think about this logically instead of moving forward at a rapid pace where we don't control the speed anymore. My coffee is cold. I didn't even drink the full cup. See, I let it slow down, but you know what I'm about to do, Todd? I'm about to drink this cold coffee and enjoy it for what it is. Caffeine from the earth, giving me energy in a peaceful manner instead of that vitamin B injected morphine monster energies. <laughs> We do want to know what the tribe thinks, though. So what's the question for the week? I know, we like, just what are your thoughts on the upcoming transition period again? Like, a little bit more in-depth thought, you know what I mean? For those who are ready for the new systems, you know, that's basically what we're talking about. Cyberpunk 2077 coming up pretty soon, so there's going to be some domination conversation about that. And it's just more so leaning into what the thoughts are as far as where we're going in this Either way it goes, it's going to be a new norm. It's going to be a new norm with gaming, which is a direct correlation with what's going on with people's entertainment in general yep. and what you know what people's thoughts are, just in general. Like throwing this out in the universe, this is once again uh, something we leaning on. Like I know a lot of shit. I'm up here making motherfucking Cybertron <laughs> comparisons to shit right now and not completing thoughts. And I just want to say thank you again, Brian, personally on this long podcast journey that we enjoy. On how much you carry the show sometimes, bro. I know you. You know your back is strong, my friend. My, you are the goat. My back is strong and my thighs are strong. It makes for a strong butt. Uh, <laughs> I had to throw. Man, one I just had a whole moment though. Cause shout out Anime Chun Li. Um, shout out tribe yes. members. We love you. Anime Chun Li. Haven't thought about Anime Chun Li in years. 
man, I need to go out, man. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, join us next week, but let us know. As Todd, as Todd proposed to the tribe, is what are your thoughts about this upcoming generation? The pattern, the slowdown. It is been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, talking about the Gaming Wave, Florida Man edition. Um, but check us out. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait. Bonus thing real quick. I know I said it a couple of times. When does yep. Borat come out? Are we watching Borat too? Yeah, we are totally watching it. October 28th. We're totally watching it. I am not going to miss that for the world. That's and it's coming right to prime. Are you kidding me? You get you you sold sold hundred percent. I don't care if it's thirty nine ninety nine twenty nine. I'm watching Borat too. I've been meaning needing that in my life ever since uh, Bruno. Like, come on, I need more. I need more Sasha Baron Cohen in my life. He's a. And all jokes aside, this, that's truly what this whole episode has been about. So if you have made it to this point, this is a random situation where if you literally made it through all that gibberish earlier and can tell me. What this episode was really about is Borat 2. I will personally send you a $30 motherfucking Amazon gift card. Love it. Self. Love it. So check well, no, no, no. Random. Not everybody. I don't got that kind of cash. Not everybody. everybody. Not we'll check. we'll, you know we'll pick saying? somebody. The first, the first motherfucker to do it. First mm -hmm. motherfucker to first do one. it. First one. You got it. All right. And to let us know yeah. that, you can hit us up at stt underscore pod. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Instagram.com backslash st. Skip the tutorial pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. You can join the Discord. You can join the tribe as well. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Good night, Cambodia.